Okay, so like, welcome to my shitty first episode of my new podcast thing I'm doing. So I have to tell you, I was a little impatient. Um, I did order a professional microphone, but it was supposed to be here today and it didn't get here today. And when I say that I'm going to do something on a certain day, like I have to do it or I kind of like freak out. Apparently it's a Capricorn trait. Don't know much about that stuff. If you do feel free to, you know, tell me a little bit about myself, but I was like, you know what? Shitty, you know, sound quality or not. I committed to doing this. And if I don't do it, I'm going to lose the nerve. So I have to tell you, I have no idea what I'm doing. This is my very first podcast. Um, I am doing this at the suggestion of my therapist who actually didn't suggest that I should start a podcast. Let's be clear. She suggested that I should write a book um, of all of the things that I've been through, my life experiences, my traumas, you know, my growth, all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a talker, not a writer. So I'm not going to sit here and type out my life story. It's just, it's just, it's just never going to happen. I, I, like I said before, I am impatient and it's just, I I just, no, I'm just not going to do it. So that's that. So here I am. Um, I do have a podcast software, so I hope that I can figure it out in the course of the next couple podcasts to eliminate background noises, um, incorporate the good microphone that better be here by the end of the day, or Amazon and me are going to be fighting. Um, and you know, this is going to be a learning process. I not sure again what direction this podcast is going to go. I kind of just throw out some ideas to myself, wrote some things down. Um, I, I know what I'm good at talking about. I know what I'm not good at talking about, but I want to kind of encompass a lot of things that I've gone through in my life. A lot of, um, traumas, growths, emotional, you know, uh, responses, triggers, um, you know, anything that I can share that will possibly help someone else or talk somebody off the ledge. And even if I only ever get to five listeners in the world, um, you know, I at least know that maybe those five listeners, you know, I, made somewhat of a difference too. Um, so there's a lot of things that prompted me to do this. Um, but I just want to preface this by saying, um, no, I'm not going to use your name. Yes. I'm probably going to talk about you. If you get offended, I'm sorry. You are a part of my life at some point, whether good or bad. And, you know, maybe somebody might know it's you. Maybe somebody won't. Um, but I'm not going to cut corners. I'm not going to hold back. Um, I think that um, this podcast is also going to be therapeutic for me as well. I think it's something that I should have done a long time ago, but I don't think I had the maturity and the filter to do it. Um, You know, so 
you you can't sue me. I don't have anything. Um, and I'm not trying to make anyone look bad or whatever. I'm just sharing um, the experiences that I had with you through my lens. And, you know, um, you know, if you're ashamed of something that, you know, I talk about that you were a part of my life for, then maybe you fucking should be ashamed, you know? Um, that's, that's what's going to happen. So, you know, I'm not here to make anyone feel like shit. I'm not here to, you know, call anyone out. I'm not here to say, well, you did this to me. No, I'm simply going through, um, the motions that is the twisting vortex of terror of my life. And whether good or bad, you're a part of that journey. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you if you treated me wrongly. I appreciate you if you were abusive to me. I appreciate you if you were kind to me. I appreciate you if you loved me. I appreciate you if you were a friend to me. Because all of those experiences have led me to where I am now. So don't think of me sharing a story involving you as a bad thing. Think of it as, you know what, that may have been fucked up, but she is who she is because of that. And I also learned something. Even if you didn't learn it at the time, maybe hearing it will actually help you learn something. Um, So, you know, I got nothing for you to take if you want to sue me. I'm not defaming anyone. I'm not, you know, um, slandering anyone. And I'm certainly not going to libel anyone because I'm not writing anything fucking down. So, yeah. So there was your, um, I guess, kind of global warning and statement about, you know, what's going to happen. And, um, you know, if you don't like it, well, uh, you can fuck right off because this is my shit. This is my journey. This is my transparency. This is my vulnerability. And I, you know, will not apologize for being an asshole. And uh, I've been apologizing for being an asshole for way too long, and I'm just not going to do it anymore. So that being said, let me give you a little bit of introduction. Yes, I'm clapping my hands. I'm Italian. I talk with my hands. Um, Something else I'm going to have to try not to do. And I also have jiggly bracelets on, which I learned from my time on reality television that they need to be taped because they can be very distracting. Um, But, you know, as this podcast gets more professional, maybe I'll get more professional with it. Who knows? We'll see. I mean, again, this is the pilot. This is, you know, just me talking and trying to explain what the fuck I'm doing. And maybe you'll listen, maybe you won't. Um, So a little intro about me. Um, My name is Chrissy. Um, I was born and raised in the Philadelphia, uh, Delaware County slash Delco area of Pennsylvania. Um, Everybody knows where Philadelphia is, but not a lot of people know about Delco or Delaware County. Um, It is a suburb of Philadelphia. Um, It encompasses the um, western and southern tip of Philadelphia, and it goes down to, like, Delaware. Um, It's like a weirdly odd-shaped county. Um, I would liken it to an abstract pentagon. Um, Also, that's my dog Fonzie in the background. I will never mute him. He He is not to be muted. Fonzie is... 
everything. And Fonzie will be a part of this podcast, whether you like it or not. That was a little Dwight Schrute of me for any Office fans. Um, But I love Dwight. Dwight is like my, I guess, uh, television spirit animal. Such a great character. Rain Wilson is a genius. But anyway, so um, my name is Chrissy. I grew up in this area, um, Delaware County, Philadelphia. Um, I just turned 43 um, in January, which doesn't really make me 43. It kind of makes me like just the beginning of 43. So like I'm in the infantile stages of 43. So like I'm not close to 45 at all. Okay. So like 43, in fact, I'm, I'm probably still technically 42, um, you know, because I haven't even hit a three month mark of being 43 yet. So I I, want to say that I'm still 42 and then some, um, just because I'm having a tough time with 45, 40, I I had no problem with, I'm like, uh, 40, it's going to be fucking awesome. 45. I'm like, all right. I'm like geriatric now, right? At 45. So forgive me if I, if I'm having some qualms about being 43, it's just, it's yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, 43, um, I have a 21 year old son named Michael or Mikey as everyone is going to come to know him. He will not be happy if I talk about him, but I, I, look, he is a major, major, 75% of my existence revolves around that child who is not a child anymore. He's kind of like a man and it's so weird. He's like hairy and tall and like manly and like, wow. Like I blinked and he just turned into this like lumberjack looking, you know, six foot one man. So weird. But anyway, Mikey is my biggest accomplishment. Um, everything I do somehow revolves back to him. Uh, he is fucking fantastic. He's the only thing I ever did right. My greatest accomplishment and the root of my entire existence. Um, he, he basically was raised with me because I grew up while I was watching him grow up and, you know, it's been a bumpy road. It's been fucking, I don't even know what to call it. A cyclone of just fuckery. And, um, we've been up, we've been down, we've been kicked. We've been, you know, thrown out. We've been, you know, tossed aside, neglected. And yet he is an intelligent, compassionate, empathetic, just all around dynamic fucking human being. And I did that. So, you know, I'm just, my son is everything to me. So son, don't get mad that I talk about you. Um, you know, I'm not going to give your personal coordinates and information out, you weirdo, but I am going to talk about our life. So you have to be okay with that. And if you're not, well, I'm your mother and I said so. So, um, yeah, so those are, those are like the main, um, I guess branches of me. And then I have, you know, other branches. Um, I am in a committed relationship with the love of my life. Uh, we actually met in high school back in 1997. I know, right? Fuck all. And, um, you know, we have, 
we've been together. We've not been together. We've talked to each other. We've not talked to each other. It's been a crazy roller coaster of 25 years, but no matter what, like no matter what happened, like we always ended up back in each other's lives and we finally decided to make a go of it officially. Um, it's almost been a year and, um, I can say that, you know, yes, we've had our ups and downs, nothing crazy, but, I've never been happier. I've never felt more loved. I've never felt more safe, more secure um, than I do right now. And um, he he's just been everything to me, um, you know, through this entire crazy uh, year that I've had. And I wouldn't have the courage to even be doing this podcast if it wasn't for his unprecedented support. Um, he's my biggest cheerleader. Um, he's not afraid to tell me when I'm being an asshole, which is 90% of the time. Um, and he's not afraid of me. Um, one of the things that I've always struggled with in any relationship is that I'm a very dominant person. Um, but I'm not dominant in a relationship. Um, I, I am actually very submissive in a relationship and, you know, he's not afraid to take charge. And that's always been a struggle with me, for me, with anyone that I've been with is like, because I'm so aggressive, outspoken, loud and dominant in my everyday life. Um, I think it's expected that I'm that way in a relationship. And that's actually not true. That's not the way I was raised. Um, I was raised with very traditional gender roles. And, um, you know, I believe that, you know, the man is the head of the household and that is the way that I prefer it. Um, you know, you could agree to disagree or whatever. That's just me. That's my preference. I prefer being the woman in the relationship and that constitutes a very traditional uh, old fashioned role for me. And, um, that doesn't work for everybody, but it works for me. And he has just fallen into the role of being the, um, head of this family. And that is my alarm. And, uh, again, shitty podcast. Um, but yeah, he's fallen into the role of just being that, superhuman that I need him to be. And, um, I, I am just, I'm just so grateful and I love you, babe. And thank you for being there for me. Uh, another thing you will probably know if you don't already know about me is that I was on reality TV, uh, in 2013, I tried out and competed on a, um, national cooking competition, which airs in over 33 countries called master chef with the um, infamous Gordon Ramsay, the uh, globally well-known Graham Elliott, and the also globally well-known Joe Bastianich, who is the son of my culinary idol, Lydia Bastianich. Um, I'm not even going to begin to get into my MasterChef shit uh, now in this introduction. Uh, what I can tell you is that I have a buttload of PTSD, depression, social anxiety, and other issues from my time. I have to <laughs> sneeze. Also, I apologize. Um, I'm also battling a bubonic plague, um, possible SARS, possible avian bird flu, possible swamp nose, um, I've been sick for the past four days, but I took COVID tests. I'm negative. 
Um, I've taken all, you know, precautions when preparing food for my customers, wearing a mask, even in my own house, wearing gloves. And, um, you know, I, I am, I'm good. Um, so I don't have COVID. I just have some fuckery of a sinus thing going on and it sucks. And now I need to blow my nose again, because this podcast is so fucking professional. (laughs) And that was me blowing my nose. Uh What other podcast could you go on that you will hear the disgusting sounds of someone blowing their nose? Right here. Right here on Chrissy's podcast. That's where you get it. Um, So anyway, so back to MasterChef. Um, Tried out for MasterChef. Came in fourth place. Um, I was told that there was probably about 45,000 people that tried out across the country, and I made it to fourth place, which is pretty cool. Um, But it was just emotional fucking mayhem. Um, I, I will talk about MasterChef. Um, I'm not afraid to talk about MasterChef. I just don't think that it is the proper segue of coming into my very first podcast. I know it's something that people want to know a lot about and I, I am prepared to talk about it just not today. Um, but it will be upcoming in, uh, a future podcast or possibly a few, because there is a lot of shit that I have to talk about <laughs> when it comes to master chef. Um, Am I grateful for the experience? Yes, to an extent, absolutely. Um, I made some fucking incredible lasting friendships that I will have for the rest of my life. Um, it exposed me to, you know, the other side of the country. I, I had never been further west than State College, Pennsylvania. Um, I had never been, I've only been on a plane one time to Disney World. Never had I been further north than New York City. And I had never been further south other than my plane ride to Florida one time, uh, more south than Myrtle Beach. So like I essentially for, you know, 34 years had been in the Philadelphia area, you know, this tri-state, you know, New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania area for like my entire life. Um, You know, aside from social media, like I really didn't have much experience out in the world. So it was definitely a culture shock. And I have to tell you, people from Philly are not well liked. Um, You know, as soon as I got there and was introduced to the first 100 um, that had been flown out there, um, you know, people had an attitude with me almost automatically because I was the loud Italian from Philadelphia. And, uh, you know, we get a bad rap in this area, but I have to tell you, um, you know, since then I have traveled, you know, over the world I've been to other countries and I got to tell you that the people from Philadelphia, Delaware County, like this general tri-state area are probably the most real gritty, which happens to be our NHL mascot for the Flyers. Now you know why. Um, honest, blunt, in-your-face, loyal, loving, hard-nosed, hard-working, abrasive motherfuckers you will ever meet. And I am proud to be from this area, and I will always wear it on my sleeve, no matter where my travels take me. Um, 
And the other thing that you may know about me, um, again, I'm, I'm going to touch more on the master chef shit. I promise. Um, but the other thing that you may know about me, um, and if you don't know, it, it's now a huge thing, um, is I am a breast cancer survivor. Um, I was diagnosed in January of 2021 and it has been a clusterfuck of a year. And, um, I will also be talking about, you know, my breast cancer journey. I am a third generation breast cancer survivor. Um, both of my grandmothers actually had breast cancer. My paternal grandmother, um, unfortunately, um, she had it twice and, uh, succumbed to it, uh, the second time my maternal grandmother had it, beat it. My mother had it, beat it. And I had it, beat it. And, um, it's, it's, it's fucking nuts. Um, I made the choice to be really graphic and talk about my journey on social media. Um, I know there's always going to be those haters that are out there that are like, Oh God, she's just looking for attention. No, no, I really fucking wasn't. If anything, I didn't want to talk about breast cancer at all. I didn't even want to have breast cancer. I didn't want to talk about breast cancer. I didn't want to be about breast cancer. And I didn't want to be a fucking poster child for breast cancer. But my situation was so unique because I knew back in 2015 that this was going to fucking happen to me. And I probably knew a lot before that. And I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Um, well, okay, not supposed to do, but it was suggested um, that I had had a, you know, uh, mastectomy, double mastectomy then. And I chose not to do it because I was only 36 years old. I had already been through a hysterectomy at 27. And I'm like, dude, you're not taking my tits from me. Like, fuck it. I'll deal with it when it comes. And um, was that my best decision? No, not at all. Um, but, you know, that's, again, that's what I'm going to be talking about in this podcast. I'm going to be talking about the fuckery that is my life. And, um you know, I'm, I'm talking about shit that I did that I'm not proud of, shit that I should have done that I'm now, you know, paying for, you know, shit that, you know, <laughs> I had fun doing but had no business doing. You know, there's there's going to be a lot of shit that I'm talking about. Um, and, you know, that leads me to my next, um, I guess, portion of this podcast. What fucking qualifies me to have a podcast? Um, nothing. Nothing. There's nothing on paper that qualifies me to have this podcast. There's nothing that says I am the go all be all, you know, to turn to for advice. No, nothing. Um, I, I am getting my bachelor's in psychology and I will be graduating in May of 2023. Um, I, you know, then maybe on paper, yes, I'll have some type of qualification to be able to talk about shit, but you know, I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. Why? Because I know there's tons of people out there that are struggling with shit that I've gone through and shit that I've put people through and everything. And, and I can be a voice. I can be a help to someone. And <clears throat> Are there going to be haters that listen to this podcast just to see what the fuck I'm up to? Absolutely. Do I care? No. You know, I, I'm an asshole. I've done some bad shit to people. And trust me when I tell you that karma has bit me in the ass more than once. 
more than once. And I can't sit there and say that I didn't fucking deserve it. You know, um, I treated like people like shit for a very long time because I felt like shit. And, um, you know, that is a very immature and uneducated response and way of going about things. Um, I'd like to think I'm older and wiser now, but I'm not, you know, perfect. I never will be. Um, I'm going to go through bumps in the road even, even now. And, you know, let's, let me fucking talk about them. Um, I am who I am and who I am is a beautiful clusterfuck of shit. And, uh, yeah, I, I may have no help. I be, I may be of no help to you. I may just be entertainment, you know, because you want to see how shitty my life is. That's okay. I'm okay with it. In order to do this, I had to be brave. I had to put on my big girl pants and say, you know what? This is going to be transparent. This is going to make me really fucking vulnerable. This is going to make me look like a complete asshole. It's going to be embarrassing. It's going to be awful, honestly. But... I got, I got, I got to live through this shit. I can't hold it inside anymore, and and I don't want to do it alone. So yeah, I'm putting it out there. And if people think it's it's stupid or you don't agree with it, I I don't care. I don't care. I'm not apologizing anymore for being an asshole. Maybe that'll be the uh, subject or the title of this podcast. I will not apologize for being an asshole. I will not. I'm, I'm done apologizing. I'm done. I, I am doing what the fuck I want to do and how I want to do it. Because you know what, when you find out you have cancer, even if it's not going to kill you, just the fact that you even have cancer in your body brings your mortality into question. And you start saying to yourself, fuck, I am not immortal. Like, I, I am faced with the fact that I have something that could fucking kill me. Wow. It makes you think. And it makes you really evaluate where you are in this world and how you've behaved and how you've treated other people and how other people have treated you and all of the things that go through your head when your mortality comes into question are the things that I want to talk about in this podcast. So, um, you know, again, what qualifies me to do this? Nothing. Fuck all. Nothing. Do I think that I might be able to help someone through, you know, the bullshit that I've gone through, been through, done to other people? Yeah. Do I think I'm going to make a great therapist one day? Absolutely. Do I still have a long way to go? Yeah. (laughs) But um, I'd like to think that this is, you know, part of that journey. And, um, you know, it it, it bees what it bees. So um, let me give you a little bit of background um, on some of the trauma that I've dealt with. Um, And you can kind of judge for yourself if you think this podcast may relate to you. And if you think that it may... um, 
you know, help you or maybe even talk you off the ledge or anything, you know. Um, so I've had a lot of abuse in my life, um, emotional, financial, physical, um, you know, and I, instead of taking those traumas and taking the abuses, um, that I've been through, uh, in my life, instead of taking that and trying to do something positive with it, I decided that I was just going to put up a brick wall, create this fantasy world for myself where everything went right in my own mind and nothing anyone could do could get me to believe that they loved me. So here I am, um, you know, childhood trauma survivor, going into the adult world, have a kid, abusive relationship, you know, all these things that, you know, should have been talked about, should have been addressed, were never addressed. So now I'm going blindly into motherhood, adulthood, you know, um, with just so much trauma, so much trauma, so much abuse, so much emotional distress, so much anger, so much anger. And I decided the best way to handle it was to be a fucking bully, to uh, put up brick walls to everybody and to not let anyone in and to never for one second believe that anyone really loved me because people couldn't love someone like me, right? I'm too much of an asshole and I've prided myself on being that asshole. And, you know, that, that was not the right thing to do. Um, but I lived that way for a very long time and tried to make everyone around me suffer because I was angry and I was hurt and that never did me any justice. It really didn't. And, um, it only alienated me from people that probably, I never gave the chance to properly love me or to befriend me or to even help me along, you know, my life. I've had people tell me like, you are an angry fucking troll and you need this and, you know, you should do this. And I'd be like, fuck you. You didn't tell me shit. I know what the fuck I'm doing. No, (laughs) no, I did not. I had no idea what I was doing, but I thought that I did. And, um, you know, I made a lot of enemies. I did a lot of shit I wasn't proud of. And I just, wow, like, fuck me. Like, thinking about all this stuff um, that I've done and, you know, said and did to people and things that have been said and done and you know, to me it is like, wow, like I'm sitting here talking about this now, but it's like, holy shit. Like, wow. Like how much can one person go through, you know? And what makes me so fucking special? Nothing, nothing makes me fucking special, but I know that there are a lot of people like me out there. And like I said in the beginning, like even if this podcast only reaches four haters and one person who is genuinely interested, you know, at least that one person maybe has a glimmer of light because they're like, wow, there is someone like me out there. 
You know, I'd like to think I'm not like anyone else. I'd like to think that I am this crazy, unique, individual, you know, superhuman, um, but I'm not, you know, there's, there's all kinds of people out there, you know, Um, but yeah, so background, childhood, very fucking traumatic. Um, I, I lost a lot of people that were important to me, um, you know, through, through death. Um, and I, you know, I was physically abused. I was verbally abused. I was mentally abused and, um, I was bullied. Uh, Yes, I was bullied. I was bullied bad and it was very traumatic and I still have a lot of social anxiety, uh, from it. And you're probably like, what? Like you could kick anybody's ass. Yeah, but I didn't for a long time. Um, I did not have an easy time in school. Um, I, I guess it's because I was not an easy kid to get to know either. Um, you know, I had a a bunch of shit going on at home. Um, and yeah, I was a little asshole. I was loud. I was obnoxious. I was annoying. And, um, you know, people didn't really like me. Um, and, you know, they made fun of me. And, you know, I wasn't the most beautiful kid growing up. I wasn't the most attractive teenager. And, um, you know, fucking kids are mean. Kids are cruel. And um, I had some really cruel shit done to me. But, you know... I, I'm here now and yeah, I'm talking about it. Um, you know, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, like, Oh, how was school? Ah, fuck, fuck school. I beat everybody up. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I had a lot of fights. Um, but yeah, no, I was pretty much tortured in school and, uh, it, it didn't stop in high school and it, it, if anything, it got worse. And, um, I kind of avoided this entire area of Delaware County because it had so many bad memories for me, whether at home or, you know, um, just socially. And um, it's why I took off and went back to Philly and, you know, stayed up there with, you know, those people because they were more like me. Um, I guess as much as, as much time as I spent in Delaware County and as much time as I spent in the city, Um, Again, because my parents were divorced and I essentially had two separate lives. I guess I just identified more with the city people. Um, I found that the suburban kids were very petty, very judgmental um, and, and cruel. And where the city kids were like, yeah, man, are you cool? Then you're with us. And I just, you know, I had, I had a better experience and I identified better with the city kids and identified better with the city life. And that just encompassed who I thought I was at the time a lot better, um, which is why I took off right after high school and ran away to Philadelphia and never really came back to the suburbs for anything. If anything, you would have caught me dead here. And um, I had nothing but just bad memories. So yeah. So that's a little bit of the background on the trauma and um, things that, you know, may qualify me to um, do this podcast. Um, Another thing I'm going to talk about is a lot of my past behaviors. Um, You know, the loudness, the obnoxiousness, the lies, the bullshitting, you know, all of that. Um, you know, now that I'm learning more and I'm actually obtaining my psychology degree and 
I'm working, you know, I've been working with a therapist for approximately two years now. Um, I'm learning so much about my responses. Um, you know, there were so many triggers um, that, you know, explained or I guess, uh, what's, what's the word that I want to use here? I guess um, the triggers of my traumatic childhood and adolescence caused a lot of the behaviors that I am not proud of. Um, I was a ticking time bomb, man. Um, I remember one time um, I was in elementary school and I saw the cover of a Sports Illustrated and it had Ron Hextall, um, which was a uh, goalie for the Flyers, Philadelphia Flyers. I'm, I'm a big hockey fan. And um, I remember it was after he literally like just beat the shit out of like everyone. And it was one um, game in particular when he, he just came out of the net and just started fucking people up. And, um, and I remember on the front of the Sports Illustrated was tick, tick, tick. And it was Ron Hextall and it was suggesting that, you know, he was just a ticking time bomb of anger. And I remember that because I always thought of myself as a ticking time bomb too. Like no one could say shit to me without me blowing up. And, um, and if, you know, I, I felt like I was in a uh, socially awkward situation. Like I would bullshit my way through it and I'd be like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there. Oh, I know that. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. I know that person. Yeah. Um, just like almost like sort of like a chameleon. Like when I was with my city friends, like I acted like more of my true self when I was with my Delaware County friends, I turned into like a chameleon and I tried to be more like them. Um, you know, if I was with a group of friends who were into alternative music, like all of a sudden I would know everything about alternative music or, you know, I was with my hip hop friends, you know, I would dress a certain way. Um, you know, I, I basically was just trying to find out where the fuck I belonged um, because I didn't belong at home. I didn't belong anywhere or I felt like I didn't. And, you know, my, instead of trying to let people in to get to know me, I just acted like an asshole. And, um, that again, another thing that has never done me any kind of service at all, you know, um, and, and past behaviors are going to be something that I definitely address in the podcast, definitely talk about because, I need to um, become responsible for them. I need to be responsible for things that I've done and said uh, to people that um, I wish that I hadn't, um, which leads me to the next uh, thing that I, I want to talk about in podcast is regret. Um, regret is, um, you know, let's, let's just look at what regret is defined defined as. So the definition of regret um, is no, not not that. Oh my god, I can't. I have really fat fingers, so typing for me is like whatever. Okay, so Google says um, that the definition of regret is a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done, and um, you know it's, it's, it, it, that's an accurate description. Um, but I want to touch on that, um, because I don't want to believe in regret. Uh, yes, regret is something that exists, but I don't want to believe in it. I don't want to feel sad 
or repentance or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. I don't want to feel those things. So therefore regret doesn't exist, right? Wrong. Regret exists. Regret absolutely 150,000 trillion million million percent exists. You should feel it. It is a human emotion that you must feel. You have to. Because if you don't regret anything bad that you've done or regret things that you should have done or could have done or would have done, then you're you're not properly feeling um, emotions as a human being. So again, let, let, let's delve into this definition. Regret is a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. Should you feel regret constantly? No. But should you allow that portion of emotion to be filtered into you so that you can begin to heal from whatever it is that you regret? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We have to regret in order to move on. Yes, I'm clapping my hands again. And no, I haven't stopped moving my hands this entire podcast. So yeah, we're going to talk about regret. We're going to talk about the facets of regret. We're going to talk about um, what causes you to feel regret, how to overcome regret, how to be, you know, not free of regret because you're always going to have regrets. You always are, but how do we deal with them? How do we overcome them? How do we get past this feeling of regret? Because I know that I don't want to 24 seven feel sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. No, I don't want to feel that way. It's a whole nother reason for doing this podcast. So, you know, the things that we're going to talk about um, in this podcast or that I'm going to talk about is, you know, a lot of, a lot of things that have happened to me that are traumatic. Um, A lot of things that I've done to people that may have been traumatic, a lot of my background, a lot of the abuse and, you know, things that I have suffered through, uh, whether it be physical, mental, financial, emotionally, uh, verbal, you know, basically whatever. Um, You know, I'm going to talk about a lot about my past behaviors and things that I should have done differently, which will lead into the whole regret portion, you know, of the podcast. Um, So basically, I guess what I'm trying to say is the framework for every podcast Uh, what I'd like to happen. Again, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't know where this podcast is going to go. I don't know how it's going to develop. But my idea for the podcast is to, you know, talk about something traumatic that happened in my past, Um, whether it be, you know, childhood, adolescence, um, you know, going through motherhood, going through my master chef journey, going through my breast cancer journey. Um, it's going to be something traumatic. I'm not going to start at the beginning. You know, this isn't the Bible of Chrissy. I'm not going to start at Genesis and, you know, make it into, you know, the final acts where, you know, the world's blowing up. No, no, that's not what I'm doing. I'm going to pick something that I believe that I need to talk about or I need to address. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to give the background on it. I'm going to describe the trauma um, that is related to it, my past behavior on how I handled it and 
the regrets from that traumatic experience and then how I've grown into where I am today and how I think that my experience can help you grow and help you overcome that regret, the feeling of sadness, repentance, and disappointment. Um, because no one wants to feel like that. No one wants that. Um, so let, let me, let me talk you through my fucked up life. Let me talk you through all of the shit that I've done that I'm not proud of, that I regret. And, you know, let's get there together because why not? Why not? You know, Again, what qualifies me to do this podcast? Fuck all. Nothing qualifies me to do this. Eventually, yes, I will have my psychology degree. And yes, I am going to share um, things that I, I'm learning as I go through, you know, finishing my psychology degree and maybe talk about the neuroscience um, kind of behind some of the things that, you know, triggered me into behaving a certain way or, you know, how I've learned or, or maybe like, you know, the portion of the brain that, that causes this particular um, reaction or emotion or whatever. And I'm not going to get too sciencey because I'm not a sciencey person. Um, but I am educated and I, I would like to share, you know, not just a bunch of bullshit that I'm talking about, but also, you know, some scientific background and proof, of, you know, why you may be feeling the way you're feeling or whatever. So as I'm learning and finishing my psychology degree, um, which I, I am going to be going on to get my master's as well, um, you know, uh, we'll learn this together. So, you know, yes, this is going to be really transparent. Yes, I'm going to piss a lot of people off. Yeah, I'm probably going to be talking about you, you know, um, but it, it's important. It's important to me. And I feel like it needs to be done and I'm going to fucking do it. And I'm taking that giant leap and I'm taking this, I guess, I guess you would say I'm taking a giant leap of faith right now. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm blindly jumping off this cliff with you and I'm going to see where it takes me and I'm going to see, you know, how it develops. Um, but the important thing is, is that I'm doing it. And it, like I said, again, for the 50th time during this, even if only five people, four haters and one person listens to this podcast, it's okay. Because I am doing what the fuck I want to do. And I will not apologize for being an asshole. I won't. And you shouldn't either. So thank you for listening to my very first podcast. Um, I have a bunch of ideas for the second podcast. I'm going to try to do one once a week. Um, eventually I may get into doing something twice a week. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to be getting better as I go along. I'm going to be getting better equipment, better um, software, you know, things like that. But, you know, for a first, for a first raw and uh, gritty episode, I think this is about as real and raw and gritty as you can get. And um, I'm definitely looking forward to, um, you know, talking to everyone and, um, you know, hopefully coming up with a name for the, for the podcast. Cause right now I 
I don't know what the fuck I want to call it or what I want to talk about. Um, or no, I know what I want to talk about. I just don't know what I want to call it. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll get some intro music or something. I don't know. We're going to see where it goes. But for right now, I feel that this is very therapeutic and I feel it can be therapeutic for you. And, you know, I just, I, I got to tell you, um, do not apologize for being an asshole. Do not. Do not. And I'm going to leave you with that. And, um, you know, hopefully you enjoyed this. And uh, I can't wait to do my second podcast. I feel very proud of this, even though it's going to sound like shit quality wise, but I'm, I'm going to get there. So um, eventually I will have uh, a site and everything up uh, where you can leave comments, um, suggestions. Uh, but for right now, um, if you just want to, um, you know, reach out, uh, via email, um, you can always email me, um, or message me on Facebook or reach out to me on Instagram, um, you know, for the time being until I kind of develop and build this home for this podcast that is still unnamed. So again, episode one, I will not apologize for being an asshole has concluded. Thank you. God bless. Stay safe. Stay healthy. I love you guys.